spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. And happy Wednesday morning, everyone, this very first day of March. And uh, we know the good things that we look forward to in March include turning our clocks forward so it stays lighter longer, St. Patrick's Day, and Wednesday, March 1st, we get to talk to our favorite family physician, Dr. Stan Anderson. He's on our WHBC Newsline this morning. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. All right. So last week we talked about obesity and, and you know, all kind of the, the rules of defining it and things like that. But um, I certainly wanted you to fill people in because there's so much discussion about, you know, medication and, and things people can do to try and lose weight. So fill us in on what it's like here in Ohio with that. Yeah. So everything changed yesterday. So I want to I walk you back through the way in which things used to be before yesterday. Um, there's medicines that are the traditional weight loss medicines. They're called anorexics. And one of the ones that was the most popular was called fentramine. Well, fentramine became available in 1959, and it was a groundbreaking new drug, really was beneficial. People started using it wrong. It's indicated for the short-term treatment of obesity, and there were some people who wanted to use it just for aesthetic enhancement. And so unfortunately, back uh, way back when, back in the 60s and 70s, there were some younger women with a medical condition called anorexia nervosa who convinced some gullible physician to give them the medicine, and they died as a result of it. So after the lawsuits, the government stepped in and said, look, if you doctors can't control yourselves, we're going to control you for you. So they ended up putting some pretty severe restrictions on the utilization of weight loss medicines. And one of the restrictions was you had to write only 30 days. You had to see the patient back within 37 days, and you were only allowed to do it for three months, and then you had to stop the medicine for six months. And all of the other states in the United States changed those rules somewhere around 10 to 20 years ago. Ohio was the only state in the United States and the only place of any country in the world. So actually, Ohio was the hardest state for people that wanted to try to lose weight to take any of the older anorexic or the older anti-hunger medicines. And so as a result, everything changed um, at the end of last year. They ended up saying, yes, we're going to make the change starting February 28th. So starting yesterday, so starting now, you can see your, your primary care provider. You can see your nurse practitioner. You can see your physician assistant. You can see your medical doctor. And any one of them can prescribe the medicine. It does not have to be 30 days. It can be shorter than that if they want it to. 
and there are no time restrictions on it has to be refilled within 37 days. And there's also no restrictions on you can only do it three months in a row. So basically what they've done, they've taken away all of those normal things that were the guidelines from before that was normal for Ohio. And they said, well, we're going to actually make this medicine the same way that you would use any other scheduled medicine. So scheduled simply means that it has a higher likelihood of abuse. And so now it's in the same category of other medicines like that. So it's just, it's a step forward. Ohio has finally (laughs) caught up with the rest of the world. And now we can prescribe the medicine. Up until yesterday, it was easier for me to prescribe morphine than it was for me to prescribe a medicine to help people to lose weight. So this is definitely a better step, and this is a good step in the right direction. And I would imagine for a smoother, you know, journey for folks, you know, if you're going three months on and then have to be six months off, and that can probably be, you know, make it tougher. Well, um, the part of it is is that our understanding of obesity has changed. Back when the medicine first became available, obesity was looked upon as a lifestyle that people just chose to do that. Now we understand, no, 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 no. Obesity is a disease, and it needs to be treated like a disease rather than, oh, that's just your weakness or, oh, that's just your lifestyle. So, yes things have dramatically changed. We now know that people with a diagnosis of obesity need to be treated long term. That brings us then to new guidelines on the treatment of diabetes, which is fascinating because the American Endocrine Association also changed their guidelines just recently saying that from now on, when somebody comes in with type 2 diabetes, first, focus not so much just on getting the sugar down, but focus on the lifestyle of helping them to lose weight, control the blood pressure and the cholesterol. So the other thing is, is that as we're understanding more and more about the disease of obesity, We know that the complications and the other diseases that are the natural dominoes that come from that, we need to be more aggressive with treating diabetes, uh, excuse me, with treating obesity, which is oftentimes the root cause of people who develop the diagnosis of diabetes. And we are hearing about people taking um, medication that would normally be for somebody with diabetes for weight loss. Is that right? Do I have that right? Yeah, and so yeah. all of the new injectables that are now available, um, they were originally developed um, as diabetes medicines. And so, um, yeah, they, the fascinating interplay between the more that we understand about one disease, oh, we learn more about the other disease. So the two go hand in glove, and they really are oftentimes very closely linked. I've had numerous people who the more weight that we get them to lose, the more likely it is their diabetes goes away. One of the interesting statistics is people who have bariatric surgery, that's the surgery to help them to lose weight. One of the first thing that goes is their diabetes medicines because they don't need it anymore because when they can't eat the way they used to, their diabetes is gone almost 90% of the time. Yeah, I have a family member who's proof positive of that. So Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
And the other thing about bariatric surgery, which is really, really a good thing, is the downside is less dramatically than the upside. That is to say, when you look at um, a paired, uh, so in other words, you, you have someone with obesity who has the surgery, someone with obesity who does not have the surgery, and you follow them for 10 years, the people that have had the surgery, they live longer, they live better, they have fewer complications than the group that does not have surgery. So it is something that we should be more aggressive with helping people with making that choice. Unfortunately, so many people are just afraid of having the bariatric surgery, um, and they look at it more as, uh, oh, that's a last gasp resort. And in actuality, it is something that is so much more common. And there's different variations too, right? Yeah. So, so it yeah. used to be that we did what's called the old ruin Y, which is you ended up basically taking the small intestine and you hooked it up to the stomach and you basically bypassed most of the uh, absorption that it goes along in the small intestine. Now the most, and then there was the um, the uh, loop that goes around the uh, front to the top of the stomach so food couldn't get in easily. Now the most common surgery that we do is basically the gastric sleeve. So we shrink the size of the stomach. For most people with a diagnosis of obesity, the stomach is the size of a football, and what they do is they make it the size of a roll of toilet paper, the inside roll. And by doing that, it dramatically helps people with um, with not being as hungry, with feeling fuller, quicker, and their life is just so much better. Yeah, pretty amazing. So many things to yeah. talk about on the weight loss front, that's for sure. And a lot of people, especially in light of how many of folks are obese, <laughs> which we talked about last week. But we're yeah. out of time for this week, Dr. Stan. A lot of great information. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll chat with you again next Wednesday. Hey, thanks, Pam. I look forward to it.